0: Coming to you from various places around the world, this is the Global Exhibitor Podcast, the podcast designed to help exhibitors succeed internationally.
1: For me, the great thing is I uh, make connection. I think that the, I, I don't build exhibit; I make connection, people connection, business connection. This is I like, like. The people say, How, What about Paco, the Father, or Francisco?" It's a connection. Yeah, the
0: no matter. Your host for the Global Exhibitor Podcast is Jeff Hanna, a designer, entrepreneur, business strategist, industry thought leader, and student of world cultures based in the United States. Here's your host, Jeff Hanna. Thank you, Craig. Hi, everybody.
2: I'm excited today to be uh, with a good friend and a longtime colleague in the industry, Mr. Francisco Collazo from SysTexpo in Mako City. And... um, he has a, a long history in the industry. He has an industrial design background and has worked literally all over the world in the industry. He's based in Mexico City, but uh, has a huge grasp and understanding of how the industry works. And in particular, a lot of in-depth knowledge and insight uh, regarding systems and all the different kinds of systems and uh, just a overall, Wonderful person, and uh, Francisco just would like to welcome
1: you to the Global Exhibitor Podcast. Thank you very much for the invitation, Jeff. It's a pleasure talking with you. Talking about many issues, I uh, want to talk about many issues and to share my experience because this is I like right now in, in this uh, in my life in my age. Say sharing the knowledge, I mean, like yes. <laughs> knowledge, I say, sharing knowledgement. Yeah, it is that. Uh, it's it's great. I hope that it will be helpful for all your edits. Yes, I know it
2: will be. So it's uh, we have a lot of good, interesting things to talk about with your background and your life. And uh, so let's get right into some of the questions. I'm excited to be talking to you today, Francisco. <laughs> yeah, we've known each other for a number of years. Yeah, but not not real. Real well, I think. Uh, But of course, we've met and talked at different industry functions and things like that. But I'm excited to sit down and talk to you today, a little bit deeper dive about who you are in your life and your work and so on. Years ago, when I was first working in Mexico, I guess the only system that I ever really had experience with at the time was Octanorm. So it's a lot different now. Correct.
1: Yeah. It's correct because, uh, octanor is a great system. We, we use it octanor many years. But, uh, talking about the octanor, for example, we're using the, the beams and the poles in other way to create, I repeat for in geometrical forms. Mm-hmm. And you combine, uh, well, beams and a circular, modern and cover. The issue is, uh, it doesn't look the octanor, the profile. The people doesn't like. Yeah. But this is a challenge for the designers. Yeah. What the designers must do to be involved with. And, um, for example, I, I'm being in as part of the association in Mexico city, like ADPA. Yeah. And I remember when, um, we have a meeting with the, the, the exhibit houses, uh, facing the three show organizers uh, asking for more time for setup. And I say, okay, okay. Kids. Okay. Everything. Kids. Um, uh, we are designers or challenge, if the convention center, say, you must work from 8 to 10, this is a lot of time, you must finish at the time. Yeah. If they only have 11 to 5, you're like designer, you must to create something that will be built and set, set in assembly in that day, and that time. Yes. This is a, a focus that I always talking about. Also, let me explain something about that. I want to, to make conference with the students. I did a lot, yeah. Uh, like speaker in other universities to explain to designers oh, okay. the challenge yeah. to using whatever, no matter the creativity. Yeah. The creativity is amazing, but use that you are looking for. If you have two, three hours, three hours, if you have a small car to move the exhibit, for example. Yeah, you must to feed that challenge.
2: Yeah, oh, I think it's a really good point. It's one that I've talked about too the difference between art and design mm-hmm. to a degree, because art it can just be an expression mm-hmm. or whatever. It doesn't have to necessarily make money or mm-hmm. be efficient or set up in a certain time or any of that. But like what you're saying is you have set hours because of the convention has another show yeah. or whatever. So you only have X number of hours to set up and everybody has a budget I was talking to Paul Tuttle Jr. the other day from uh, American Chop and he talked about, you know, all these spikes that he's building. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it has to be not only can he conceive the idea in his mind, he has to be able to make it yeah. out of materials he has available and the time he has to do it and the budget and all that. And that's the difference really between what I call just pure art Or even design students in design, like you said uh, earlier, to make it more real, to more more realistic, because you knew what was happening in the real world. And same for me when I, I had a couple of classes in school where we had to uh, design a an exhibit. I think maybe two examples where we did exhibit design it was all about product design mostly but anyway it wasn't very real because we didn't really know anything about the trade show industry at the time so i think having professionals from the industry like you to speak to students is really good too because they're going to learn so much more from talking to people yes, I, I, uh,
1: with experience you know yes and this is my goal for 2024 because now I am 60 years old. I worked with my own company 40 years with my father 48 years. Yeah. And, uh, I am blessed by God because, uh, Paco in Happy Project, uh, he's doing well in his company and with Ricardo Collaza, with Ricky, he, he's in charge of the complete operation of the company. And, uh, it's give me time to, to promote the company with new customers. But, uh, my goal is continuous with the conference with the universities. I mm-hmm. uh, must talk with the uh, Sachel and yeah. with the FIT. How doing this together in Mexico in an industry that is new. Yeah. But it's, uh, at the end, the last uh, conference that I had in Mexico City with the students, I show the factor that they need to consider when you design exhibit. But, and then say, if you have some questions and say, okay, Francisco, please let me know how much money I will earn. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I explain, okay, you have five options now, but it's uh, I think that the, we like industrial designer, like you and I, and other guys, uh, we must improve this industry. And I so happy because CDPa are working so hard with students. Yeah. I, I love it that way. And he yeah. it's, it's giving me an idea how, how we can do it in Mexico. That's good. I'm glad to
2: see so many students uh, getting involved too with EDPA and future leaders and all of that. It's really important. So that that's good. Going back to the systems for just a minute. I'm just curious cuz you know so much about all the systems and you study them. What is your favorite
1: mm-hmm. ones? Well, uh, the systems, I use it on my lap, a lot of system. My first system, my second system I create, putting together pieces for other kind of products. But uh, we use it um, and one day mirror form, the bolts and the connections. Yes. To create. Uh, first. I think that now the frame with holes are really good. And you're referring to just for everybody listening
2: who may not know what the systems are. I would say like B Matrix, Alshun, Agam, that kind of and system.
1: Again. But it's uh, we're talking about. We use B Matrix, and in, uh, in our company we have a, a big inventory there. But it's not a commercial nothing. Uh, I think that the frames are light, and it's good for the market in Mexico. But I think it's, it's the best product for United States because the dry for the dry ash. Mm-hmm. They, they are offering less, less weight yes. and, uh, with the shapes, yeah, the different shapes, curves, triangulars is, uh, I think one of the best systems that mm-hmm. I, that I have at aeroshop. I asked it to, to Edwin and say, Edwin, uh, you are so creative, but what are you looking for in five or 10 years? What will be there? Mm. And it's the same question I want to do with the, all the people involved in the industry. Like uh, we saw yesterday, what is the future of exhibition now? Yeah. But uh, what is next? Uh, when I've when I been with Hans Tager and Hans Bruder a long time ago and say, you design exhibition system. Yeah. Like mirror form, the past, pass, like CIMA, like every other system. But I think the systems are good. And Octanor was copied many, many, many times, many versions. Yeah. And now um, we made it about copy. But I think that for me I, I will I, I want to see in ten years, maybe walking in the three show, yeah, what's happening. What's happening with the system? Someone developing something new. Yeah. I, I, I I'm sure, but it's a, it's a question that I deeply I have in my mind, mind, like yeah. industrial designer. What would be the next step? Yeah. How would you say that the industry's changed?
2: Say in Mexico specifically. I know you. We can talk about other areas in a minute, but you know, for you, Mexico being your home, mm-hmm. how has the trade show world or exhibitions in general changed
1: in your day since you've been no. in the industry? Now, now it's time, and I think that that will be different in the after COVID. Now, the ninety percent of the exhibits at the trade show. It's a wooden construction. What is wooden construction? construction. Yeah. Some some are one just one time projects, but uh, when I visited one trade show and see what exhibit, for example, Motorola offering something, they have some forms building custom, and two weeks after I visited other show and maybe the fourth exhibit is using the same. Maybe if uh, I explain to my college and say. It's better if you design something with wooden construction, using the same like a rotolock, something like that, mm-hmm. to com- to use it to create forms, geometrical curves. You don't need to to put the nail, uh, hammer, and everything uh, to put together and painting. Yeah. But uh, I say uh, this is that you are one to do, but uh, now now in Mexico City, and good for me and good for the industry. That before the COVID, I saw maybe sixty percent of the exhibits are well finishing, yes, twenty percent more or less, and the rest no bad bad finishing. But now all the exhibits that I saw is are so creative. Are starting maybe in a few with aluminum tubes with fabric, just yeah. fabrics, fabric, yes. just a little few. In nocturnal, no more, no, not at all, no 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 many exhibits in nocturnal. And uh, now it's time for the custom exhibits in Mexico City. But custom means built in wood. Yeah. So custom is
2: still being the main thing. Yeah. But some use of systems as well. Would you call it a hybrid where you have some, or is it mostly still custom?
1: Custom. Yeah. Yes. I always, I want to, to explain for me, when I learned from Buckharrigan and day custom exhibit is one exhibit, how design uh, exhibit, creating the forms, I put all together, put in a crate, you're using the same exhibit many, many times. Yeah. And now I think that the, the world was changing with the custom rentals. Mm-hmm. That means it's, a, it's the same thing. But nothing. Uh, we adapt the, the word "custom" like a wood construction. Yeah. Generally, that's how I use it is custom, meaning wood construction. Yeah. No, no, it's tailored. Yeah. That yes. must yeah. be tailored. Yeah. Build tailored custom wooden construction, but yeah, it doesn't matter. The result must be in two ways: catch uh, the attraction of the attendees and doing business for the exhibit house.
2: Yeah. So you've had a long career and a big career working a lot outside of Mexico. So talk a little bit about how you started doing shows in other countries and kind of what that looks like. Is it mostly for uh, brands in Mexico that are going to other places, say, in Latin America or Europe or whatever,
1: and they are coming to you to manage the project. Yes, uh, we started doing projects in Mexico for Mexican company in Spain at seventy seven. Mm-hmm. Mexican brands that has a Mexico pavilion in Mexico in Spain at seventy seven. This yep. was our first experience international. Okay, based on uh, Mexican companies in OTC Houston Texas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the first we build exhibit in Mexico city, custom made, and and we shipped to United States. Later on, we are starting to creating connections, creating okay. team. We work a lot with Omni group in Houston, Texas, John yeah. Caraway, that was the first Octanor OSP OSP in the United States. He brings the system with Hans brother in the United States of those days. Yeah. And after we set up exhibit, sending the goods from Mexico to Panama, and the rest of the projects that we are overseas, overseas mean out of Mexico, is using partners. Okay. Collaboration. Yeah. Big Matrix yeah. has a, a big networking. Octanor also has a big networking. Yes. But I think that the good thing is about the, the IFES and uh, the association in Latin America is creating good and reliable partners. Mm-hmm. All the people, when I explain, uh, we can do your exhibiting. Chile, I said, you need to ship this from Mexico. No, 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 no. We have partners that use it. And depends on the city or the country, we recommend the system. Because, for example, in, in Brazil, is the baby medicine not, is not there. It's yeah. a lot of the octanorm, a yeah. lot of the glass spiders that, that hold the glasses. Yeah. And, uh, in Argentina, some metal working with some kind of nice surfaces, And now the system are uh, not, not far so well in Latin America, Doctor also well. Yeah, but other systems is not are not there. We maybe are starting to doing something down there. But it's, yeah. the key is has a reliable partners in United States, in Canada, and Mexico, and because since uh, worked for many many years promoting our services, along 10 years, and the good thing is that the some person in Europe and United States I was thinking about Ah, um, America since Facebook I can do that. Mm-hmm. We worked for this uh, promotional many many years, yeah. and having a re- re- good relationship. and Now Paco is doing a continue this way yes. with a lot of good partners and overseas and Hong Kong and uh, whatever. That's great.
2: Yeah, let's talk about um Paco a little bit and of course your nickname is Paco also so now you mostly go by Francisco and at least around in the U.S. but uh so Paco is your son he's involved in EPA uh, quite a bit as well and uh so talk a little bit about how you guys are structured in terms of Happy Projects his Mm -hmm. company
1: and and that relationship okay yes uh Taco joins the company since 18 years ago. He worked in uh, marketing and sales, mm-hmm. international, taking care about international accounts. And uh, four years ago, uh, we decided to split the company for different markets because our happy projects are more involved in the United States. House of uh, Exhibitor from United States, that he's doing great. We decided to create a new company mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Okay, Pro- I will have the projects based? Take care about the projects uh, international and uh, promote all the services in America. Yeah, and um, Paco is the, a really good ambassador. He's r- right now at ESA in UK, promoting uh, the service uh, of America. And um, about the name, all my life I've been this. I've been John Paco. Paco is the nickname. Of mm-hmm. Francisco in like a Pancho in Spain and Paco all my life. I was Paco, Paco mm-hmm. Coyas. <laughs> um, suddenly Paco start to to show in the Paco. We are together in three shows, say Paco, Paco father, Paco son. Right. Paco doesn't like the junior. Yeah. And I said, okay, that doesn't, doesn't matter. I, I moved to, to Francisco again. Yeah. So to it's, it's a, But normally if I say, I say, say Jeff, uh, it doesn't bother but tell me, Paco, because I am Paco. Yeah. But when we are in certain circumstances, uh, we have Francisco and, and Paco. Paco. Yeah. And the funny is that may, some the person say Paco is a name. No, it's a first name. No, it's a nickname. Yeah. Paco told me that uh, can I do take care about this project in the supervisor and this thing as an uh, IPP or something, in Orlando some show. I like say I I, I will I'll be there. I, I assist you because I, I like to be in the show floor yeah I love the show floor it's, uh, see what's happening in the show floor during the, the setup days if our company receive any request from for exhibiting I say okay where did you your exhibiting in Orlando okay I say take care of a Paco take care about this project yeah and if okay. Paco receiving query for doing something for example for Amazon in Mexico City say uh, it's taking care of this textbook Yeah. This is a, this is so healthy relationship. That's good. And the good thing is that they like explain it to you, Ricardo and my younger son, my younger son is, uh, is taking care of the depression. They are brothers Yes, and they were no together along one, each other. Yeah. And they are doing great. I am so, I say, thank God because we have the sons working together. No split. Like you mentioned, maybe with Paul, something like that, other, other companies when the division is hard, I learned two or three examples of that kind of the father and the son create their own company and the father's company. But in my case, I am so glad.
2: Yeah. It is nice to see, um, you know, from the outside looking in, because I know Paco as well, and he's yeah. great, and he he really is uh, very uh, well, great personality, mm-hmm. good with people. He's a good leader. You know, yeah. he's doing a lot of uh, a lot of really good stuff. We're hoping to have him on the podcast also yeah. eventually, but we just haven't worked out the schedule yeah. to do it. But. Yeah. It's great to see the heritage because your yeah. father started, you know, in the business and you yeah. continued and now you, your children are also in it. So it's nice to see. And that's really important. And I was telling Paul total uh, Jr. the other day, like this, similar for me, I worked with my dad and my grandfather right. in construction. They weren't doing exhibits. They were building homes. No. And, uh, but when you work together with your family like that you get to know them in a way that you wouldn't have otherwise known so i got to know my dad and my grandfather both from a work perspective that i wouldn't have otherwise gotten Mm -hmm. to do and and that was really meaningful for me and i still have many of their tools that you know know, i inherited from them and i work with them with my son now who's grown and uh great
1: so it's really a neat special uh, bond and it's not easy. The, if we are talking about the family issues, uh, is the uh, be father and son, chief and collaborator, employee. Mm-hmm. Uh, when end the relationship uh, between both uh, in the, when you close the office door and open the your house and right. But um, we have some tough times. Yeah, want to be honest, it's not this I think it's uh according that each person want to do for example, right now Ricardo is taking care of all the operation of the company. And sometimes he say, Dad, how you do that? Or why you why you do that? Yeah, you know all uh, all my life I I did that way. No, but it's wrong. Okay. Yeah. But I try to separate the feel the lovely father with the Ricardo and the, <laughs> the collaborator. And it's funny because our office in Mexico City are one beside the other with a glass between us. Yeah. And all the day our communication is by WhatsApp. is uh, Skype. Mm-hmm. It's so funny mm-hmm. because people are ah, like, you talk a lot with your son. No, no, no. We are, I am in my own space. He's in his own yeah. space. Yeah. But it's funny. it's uh, The more hard is the division. The division between the families. But I glad uh, t- thanks to God because uh we are now in good times. Yeah. And nice. I say, Paco, and I they say I explained to to Adam and to Kevin to Elevation 3D that now you are the new president. Now, maybe in, in the future you will face this the same thing that your father. It's, uh, but it's amazing because on my age, yeah. the people all on my age, I now it's a lot of 35, 30, 40s person in the, in the exhibit in the edpa they may are facing the same situation no? yeah
2: think. well this has been part one of my interview with francisco Coyazo from Sistexpo in mexico stay tuned for part two which will be coming out soon thank you
0: we like to remind people that all business is conducted within the context of culture So each episode provides insights to help marketers understand the cultures they're trying to reach and strategies for building bridges across cultural divides. If you like the global exhibitor podcast, please share it with others, subscribe to it and rate it on iTunes. We greatly appreciate the feedback. Please also check out our website and blog at www.globalexhibitor.com. And finally, If you or someone you know would make an interesting guest on this podcast, please let us know by sending an email to guest at globalexhibitor.com. And until next time, thank you for listening.